2: We are recording this at six thirty p.m. on draft eve.
1: Andy, I feel like a little kid the night before Christmas. You know, this is actually better than Christmas. It's coming. It's Christmas coming up in a month. Christmas. I don't even care about Christmas. This, this, this right here, Sam. This is what we live for. <laughs> Sam's like, no, I love Christmas. I'm Asian. We don't celebrate. Like, we get together. Although we're not even this year, we get together. We don't even eat like the standard food, like Thanksgiving's coming up, Sam. No, I it's always, it's always, it's always Persian food at the holidays, no matter what. Yeah, but, um,
2: but what I was going to say is, I don't know, man, I'm just excited. I'm, I'm excited. I'm ready to be disappointed. So that in that, that way, it will feel like a holiday, but <laughs> uh, um, if you're checking this out, so we're, we're, you know, this is, this is your little primer. We have our draft show Wednesday, November 18th, tomorrow, premium Premium members or today, depending on when you're listening. Or today, yeah. Uh, premium members, you can get in 30 minutes earlier and we'll do a pre-show. Everyone else will push the link on all social accounts right at 5 p.m. when the draft starts, second screen. We have a ton of special guests yeah. sponsored by Warriors World. There will be free giveaways to the best comments or questions. Honestly, just come, come into the YouTube link and just make us laugh and we might just give you a free shirt. <laughs>
1: yeah we got a lot yeah the free giveaways are big I know sheet's got some crazy stuff cooked up uh, Warriors world uh, all our all our listeners know um, and then we have we've done a few extra pods on premium too so if you can't get enough of draft content or free agency content uh, we've done some extra stuff on Lightyear's premium you can go to either of our feeds or the lightyears pod feed you can sign up there
2: yeah. And if you want to check out more draft stuff and haven't had the chance, I would recommend check out Monday's episode with Kevin O'Connor or the previous week with Sam Vissini, uh, or even the previous week with Seth Partno. all three great draft insights. You should feel really comfortable after you listen to those episodes, having a feel for kind of who James Wiseman is, who Anthony Edwards is. Maybe you come yeah. to your own conclusion. Yeah. Um, last chance to get that stuff in before the show, but we're starting here. So yesterday we recorded a premium episode, and an hour later, we uh, we got word the Bucks the Bucks made some moves: Drew Holiday and Bogdan Bogdanovich. So let's start here. What do you think of the Bucks? Have they got better?
1: Yes, they've got better. They've got a lot better. I think they're. So, what, the, what I like about the Bucs the last few seasons is that they're a team, right? They play as a team. They fit together. They've got good chemistry. They win a lot of games. The issue is, come playoff time, they don't have enough talent as a team. I do feel like they still are a team and have at, added a lot more talent. Like, I'm not like Bogdan Bogdanovich to me is not a fake shooter. Drew Holiday, to me, is not a fake shooter, and he's a great defender, just like Eric Bledsoe. I guess Eric Bledsoe, they're both not great, but they're both very good. Um,
2: Drew's a significantly better all-around player, too.
1: Yeah, as a player, right? Just as a whole. But I'm saying defensively, like, Drew and Bledsoe, like, you could say maybe, like, Drew's better, but maybe they're about the same. Yeah, Bledsoe's pretty damn good in his own right. So Bledsoe's useless on offense, especially come the postseason, right? But but you're also not adding someone that's... um, how should I say, like, like, let's say you're adding someone, let's say like, like Bradley Beal, who kind of nukes the offense. I think Milwaukee still plays the same type, type, type of team style. Oh, the losing style. Got it. <laughs> in terms of, like, the way they pass, the way they defend, all that, like, I don't think they lose much there, but I do think they get a lot more shooting in defense and in some, someone like Drew. So I think they get better, man. Like, to me, they're better than Brooklyn right now. Like, they have less question marks. Like, to me, they're the best team in the East. Mm. So I have a couple thoughts here.
2: One, I wonder if Bud's going to diversify the offense enough to take advantage of everything Drew can do. I always think about that uh, Iguodala quote where he says like every team wants to play a dumbed down version of basketball. And you see players like Drew Holiday or Eric Gordon who have like all these skill sets to do multiple things, maybe things they'd be asked to do if they're on the Warriors, for example not really being able to use all their tools. Like, Drew's an amazing cutter. Drew is really good out of the pick and roll. Drew is good at making reads, second passes, stuff like that. And I wonder if they're going to take
1: advantage of him or it's going to be another situation where you're like, this guy's really good, but they're just not using everything he has going. Yeah, but I think with Drew Holiday is like how much – like he's someone to me, it feels like he's like Klay Thompson, different type of player, but he's just someone I feel like you don't – want to – you don't want to build your offense around that guy. Like, he's better off, like, someone that plays off of Giannis, not someone that's the focal point.
2: Yeah, and that's kind of my point. He uh, – like, he would fit in perfect in Boston or or Golden State where they run, like, a motion offense because yeah. he's a perfect player for that type of motion offense. With that said, I think we need to move to the more important point for Warrior
1: fans. Mm. Are you worried?
2: Do you – have you officially given up hope on
1: Giannis? I actually think this is a good thing for the Warriors. I guess Warriors listeners are going to love this. But I think this, number one, tells me that Milwaukee is scared that Giannis is going to walk away. They overpay for Drew Holiday. Again, I think it makes him better in the short term. But they overpay for one year of Drew Holiday. I think they traded 62 first-round picks and 35 pick swaps. Right, Sam? I think that's about right. Like, that to me is just ridiculous um, for someone. Like, like, he's an all-star in the East, but my God. And the other thing is, like – uh I think they make this move hoping that they make the finals. I guess you can say Giannis, even if he signs the Supermax coming up here in a few days, he can still request a trade. Like, it doesn't matter. Look at James Harden, who we'll get to in a second here. Um, It doesn't matter if he signs an extension or not. He can just ask to leave. So I think what they're trying to do is they're obviously trying to fix the mistake that they did with Brogdon uh, for whatever reason that they didn't re-sign him. And they're trying to make it so that they want to win in Giannis's eyes. And I don't think Giannis has said, like, Hey, I'm staying for sure for the rest of my career. I don't think he has.
2: No, and you're right. This is clearly a we need to make a move to satisfy Giannis so he doesn't walk, and they should because they're it's not good. good yeah. They're not good yeah. enough right now. They needed to yeah. get better. Um, I'm kind of with you. I think Giannis will sign an extension now. I think Eddie hopes yeah. of a premature trade demand are gone, mm-hmm. um, but I don't think it means he's going to stay long term. Yep. I think. As we're seeing with James Harden, as we're seeing with Russell Westbrook, as we saw
1: with Anthony Davis,
2: yeah, and just so many guys like they don't anybody. contracts don't mean anything in that NBA. <laughs> Paul and George, it's, yeah, it's, it's uh, you know it's about giving up all your picks for eternity for for acquiring a player, but you know, and so that's kind of worrisome because if Giannis leaves, those picks are very valuable, and the Bucks are very screwed for a extended period of time. But with all that said. Um, I'm looking at this move and I'm thinking this is probably a good thing for the warriors too, because end of the day, I, they're not getting Giannis right now. And now Milwaukee, if they don't get over the hump, they're, they don't really have any other options to get over the hump. Yeah. There, there's nothing left
1: there. There's no, there's no other bullet in the chamber, so to speak. Like there's really, the picks are gone. Drew holidays, a pending free agent, right? Like there's, like, I guess somebody said, like, on Twitter that they can trade guys in midseason, but it's, like, they're going to be really good. Like, they're probably going to win 55-plus games this season easily. It's, like, you're not going to trade these guys midseason. But and, and it's, like,
2: pretty hard. Like, what are you really trading uh, Middleton for, you know? <laughs> yeah. So...
1: They, they, they've pushed all their chips in. i think it's worth it sam like i i want to get your thoughts like are they the bet let's say brooklyn doesn't get hardened because because that's <laughs> that's a crazy one but let's say they don't get hardened boston kind of stays put maybe they trade hayward for some ancillary pieces miami etc those guys like are they the best team in the east i think so but uh,
2: yeah i i don't know i think um I still don't know that to put some over the top. I think it makes them better, but it's interesting. I'll put it this way. I would have liked to see him do something more bold, but it is what it is. Let's move to our next topic. Cause we ultimately have to get to the draft stuff, which is more important. One other thing to talk about here. Uh, friend of the show, James Harden with little shenanigans right now, trying to force his way to Brooklyn, maybe to Philly, maybe to golden state. Who knows? Um, let, let, Let's start here. So James Harden is officially done with the Rockets and he wants out, but he has three years left on this contract. And it, it begs the question,
1: wh- what is going to happen there? Do you think they're going to trade him for the draft? That's crazy. By the way, I saw I saw a thing from TMZ today that James Harden wants to leave because Tillman Fertitta is a Trump supporter. And I'm just like, what is this? Is Clutch is Clutch throwing this on? Like, which owner isn't a Trump supporter? Like, what are we doing here? Um, I think he's gone. I think he's gone. Like, I think whatever the player wants, they get in the NBA. Like, this is not the NFL. <laughs> in the NFL, it's kind of like whatever the owner wants, whatever the team wants, they get, right? Like, that's it's like one MLB. side one yeah. Yeah, one yeah, side versus the other side. You kind of, like, disagree with both a little bit. You're like, well, the NFL is kind of, like, that's a little bit too much on that way. And the NBA is like, oh, a little bit too much there. I think James Harden is gone. I don't know if they're going to take the poo-poo platter. <laughs> uh, we just saw drew holiday go for that much. You'd have to think that, that, uh, James Harden is going for at least double that. Um, it's six picks good. minimum. Um, yeah. someone's giving that up. Someone's giving that up. Like for James Harden. And I agree with you. I
2: don't think, um, the Nets offer is real. I don't think it's realistic. Like, what no. do you, no. what are you doing with all that? Um, are the Nets really
1: going to give him eight years of picks? Let let me tell you right now, if if well, the offer Sam was was just players, I think, and a couple of picks, right? Like it was Karis Lavert and like a bunch of mid guys. And Karis Lavert's like what thirty five years old now, right? <laughs> he's he's not twenty two. Nah, he's twenty seven. But your point stands. Like he's not uh, uh, he's not um he's good, but like there he's not like a twenty year old prospect. <laughs> the Warriors can literally come over the top and say, "We'll give you Minnesota's pick. We'll give you number two, and we'll give you like two more first rounders for Harden." And that's a better package. And there's no way Houston says yes to that. So there's no reason for me to think that 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 Brooklyn thing is going to be realistic unless Brooklyn throws in KD, which they won't. Yeah, if Philly
2: gets a little more interesting because – and this is where I want to bring it back to the Warriors. So if there's a person who can consummate a trade here, it's probably Daryl Morey. He's really good at this stuff. And they have the assets. They have Ben Simmons. They have all their picks. Now I'm wondering how realistic do you think a three-way deal where let's just say um, you know James Harden goes to Houston, Ben Simmons comes to the Bay, and Wiggins plus the poo-poo platter of picks from both the Warriors and the Rocket or sorry and the, the Sixers goes to goes to Houston. So now Houston's getting the number two, the Minnesota pick. A three more Philly picks, maybe throwing a pick swap too. All
1: of a sudden, they have like six picks, seven picks. Is that something that could happen? I see that happening. Like I, I think I think that's very realistic. The only problem is I, Daryl Morey Daryl does love James Harden, right? Like I think that I, I think he, we talked about this in loves so loves him more than the Warriors love stuff. <laughs> yeah, we talked. I think that we talked about this on Premium um, that. If Daryl Morey were to pick a guy between Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid, like you're pretty vehement that that's probably going to be Joel. Yeah, it's not even a question to me. That tells me that if he has to pick a guy, Ben Simmons pr- maybe has more trade value, if not the same amount. Uh, the Warriors have been asking about Ben Simmons forever. So that's the other thing as well so it's like you can see some of this kind of consummating already. I guess the only he is problem is kind
2: of a perfect Draymond replacement. As Draymond gets older, Ben
1: Simmons 23 24, same skill set, more athletic. The only problem here is I think if you're uh if you're Houston, maybe you want more picks. I think is the is is the one thing and then it's like Wiggins is the problem. Does Draymond Green and Ben Simmons actually work together? I don't know that gets pretty Yeah, disgusting. I mean we're, gets we're pretty g- disgusting.
2: We're getting into fantasy land right now, so I just want to I want to wrap this up before we get to the draft stuff, which is why we're actually doing this episode. Um, do you think that any of these blockbuster trades are going to get consummated draft night? And I'm talking James Harden or Russell Westbrook or you know, maybe Boston or someone like that. Do you think, do you think any of that stuff's going down draft night? Because right now I'm, I'm looking at how hot the market is right now. And
1: I think we both agree on this point. It looks like it's a seller's market.
2: Yes. Not a buyer's yes.
3: Market.
1: Yes. It, it is. A, it is a seller's market. I think the Warriors probably want to get it done. Like they want to get it done before they have to draft. James Wiseman. They want to get it done before. Like to me, it it almost if they make like a it, trade, they want to get it, it done before the draft. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. It feels like to me that the Warriors may not have anything. Like it may not even have a trade down. Um and they won't they it seems like they won't be able to trade the two for anything. So if they want to get this done, it has to be done tonight or tomorrow. Um and it doesn't feel like that's realistic, right? Even with Russell Westbrook, it seems like with Houston, if they're gonna trade Harden, they better trade Russell Westbrook. Because why are you gonna have one of the guys? You might as well go full tank.
2: Yeah. Doesn't and, and, and like, here's my question for you. Is it a bad thing if the Warriors don't make a big move? They just keep their pick. They use their exceptions. They kind of bring a little strength and numbers roster back next year around the core. Is that a bad thing? Because we're looking at what the Bucs gave up. We're looking at what um, the Rockets are asking for. I mean, we're joking about how many picks, but, like, it's reported they want – a young star and like this, the poo platter. And like, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to see what drew holiday went for and to assume the rockets expect substantially
1: more. Yeah. I think um, you, you made this point last night to me and I thought oh, that was a great one. I, I don't, I don't know. Like people like warriors fans are freaking out that Robert, Shout out like, on War- premium, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. Warriors didn't want like, Oh, they should trade for Rob, Robert Covington. Robert Covington went for two first-round picks. I don't care if one of them was the 16th pick and one of them was next year's protected pick. He went for two first-round picks. That is that is insane, Sam. Like, what, what can the Warriors do? You're going to trade the second for that? I know Seth Partnow came on our podcast a couple of weeks and said that, right? It's like, oh, just, just get Rocco. But then the other thing is the Warriors don't really like him. So it almost, to me, feels like you're better off just keeping the value because there's really – like, to me, it feels like – you for sure can't get this first and next year's first or James Harden. You're probably going to have to do like what? Like, and by the way, do we even want Harden, but and we're just using him as an like example. Right? Right. So let's say, let's use, let's throw a name at me, Sam, like Josh. Richardson. Benson. Yeah, Benson. Yeah, yeah. Josh. I was going to like, like a mediocre, I guess he's not me. He's good, but let's say Josh Richardson and you want to get him in the TPE. Um, like, you're probably going to have to give the first pick, like two. just the second pick, the second pick. I'm like thinking have to, yeah, if for Robert, Covington,
2: Robert Covington costs two picks, it's hard to imagine Josh Richardson costing a sec, Yeah, less than, you know, maybe it's one pick plus one heavily protected pick, but like <laughs> yeah. you're still talking about two picks yeah. in potential for Josh Richardson,
1: who's a good player, but that's a lot who may not close if you have a team that really only has Steph, not only, but if you have Steph, Clay, Draymond, Wiggins, and then you add Josh Richardson. Is he really closing? Now you have an ultra small lineup, maybe, but now you're giving up two first round picks, maybe more because Josh Richardson is a better player than Rocco. So, like at that point, it's like, what can you really do? So I, I, lo- I know we love to, I love to shit on Kirk and Kent, but I don't know what the options are out there. And I think it is more and more realistic as we get closer to the deadline that it may just be the traded player exception for a vet guy um, or maybe even Kelly Oubre. And then you use the tax payment level for another vet guy. And that's really what they're going to do. Like that may just be, you it.
2: bring in someone with the second pick you hope to develop it all. And maybe at the trade deadline options look better because right now I'm seeing a market that's yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I just can't imagine the Warriors selling everything for Robert Covington. And that's what we're talking about right now. So
1: yeah, I will. Uh, we're going to get into the draft here. Let me do it. Let me do a couple of reads. Um, so let's start with uh, indeed. 2020 has already reshaped how we work, and it's almost over. Wow, it's Thanksgiving next week. Uh, Businesses across the globe are challenged to be their most efficient, which means every hire is crucial. Indeed is here to help. Indeed is the number one job site in the world with more total visits than any other job site, according to Comscore. Indeed helps you find quality candidates and quickly, so you can focus on hiring the person you need to keep your business going. So right now, Indeed is offering our listeners a free $75 credit to boost your job post, which means more quality candidates will see it and fast. Try Indeed out with a free $75 credit at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. This is their best offer available anywhere. Go right now to Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Offer valid through the end of the year, December 31st. Terms and conditions apply. BetOnline football is back. You might not be at a game this year, but you can still be in on the action at Online actually nba is back we should switch this read up nba is going to be back in a month um so you might not be at a game although chase center might be at a game uh or at least half the stadium is going to be at a game bet online is going the extra mile to make at least sure one of there. you will be at a game <laughs> <laughs> sam I'm, i'll go like i'll be there if they're open i'll be there um bet online is going the extra mile to make sure you can get in on every possible chance to win this season from game spreads and totals to team player and coaching props you could probably get some good odds stuff Steph as the MVP this year. Probably be probably a good bet. BetOnline gives you more options to wager than anywhere else. You can get in on their season opening bonuses today. Start off wagering on wins, division, division, and championship futures all day, every day. Head to BetOnline and take advantage of the great sign-up bonuses. Promo code BlueWire, BetOnline.ag. That's promo code BlueWire. All one word. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. All
2: right. So draft is officially happening Wednesday at 5 p.m. And I want—I just want to take a stock check. Where is your head at with the Warriors? Where is your head at? Are they staying at number
1: two or are they trading down? This is the, the eternal question that we've been asking for a year. Um, I think my dream is that they trade down and get someone like... I, you know, Sam, the past few days, I've talked myself into Cam Reddish. I've t- I like Cam Reddish. <laughs> I've talked to myself into Cam Reddish. I've talked to myself, I've talked to myself into RJ Barrett. Somehow I've done that, which is a little depressing. Um, I've always been in on Kevin Herter. I still do think that it's a higher than 50% chance that they just stay there and take James Wiseman. I think that's really the like I'd give it a f- 60% chance that they just ah, stay there. Ah, that's James what Wiseman. that's what I
2: was gonna say. I was gonna say sixty percent, maybe seventy yeah. percent they stay. Wow. Because I'm looking at these trade offers that are going down, and it does not seem like there's an appetite that's going to excite the Warriors enough to want to stay uh, or to move back. Like we we've talked about all these options. Like, what if they can get Mitchell Robinson uh, and the eighth pick for the two? Well, I would do that, but it doesn't sound like the Knicks want to do that. What if they can get you know like Wendell Carter and the four pick? Doesn't sound like the Bulls want to do that either. As of right now, I don't know that they're going to have trade-down options. And that could all change, but Tuesday night, night before the draft, it's not sounding promising that someone's willing to make the kind of offer that it's going to take for the Warriors to
1: leave the two and move back or trade all the way out of it. Yeah, it to me also feels like the Warriors are probably sitting there and thinking, Yeah, I guess we could move down to eight or ten and draft Sadiq Bay, and it might be good value. But like, does do the war does Joe Laker want to come out of the draft with Sadiq Bay, Sam? Or does he want to come out of the draft with James Wiseman? Like, I don't I mean I they don't... do like
2: a little flash. Uh, but but I think that the bigger thing is like let's say there is a team who wants to go um, move up to two, are they actually offering the Warriors something that makes it worth their while to move down seven or eight player, seven or eight spots? It doesn't yeah. sound like that offer is there. Yeah. So, you know, this could be a big game of poker where at like 4 p.m., an hour before the draft, the, um, the Detroit Pistons are like, uh, uh, okay, we got to move up. We'll give you a future pick or something like that. And then maybe, you know, hey, that's great. Good job, Bob, right? But, like, I'm not sure I'm counting on that. Yeah, I don't think not,
1: it's – it doesn't sound like the appetite's there the way it is in previous years. I don't think they're counting on that. I don't think they're counting on the the TPE being that they can get someone really good, even Josh Richardson. I keep throwing that in. Like, I don't think that's possible. I just I, – I think there needs to be a level set on what the Warriors are going to do this season. Anthony Slater, friend of the program – Um He mentioned that he's been through, he's been saying this throughout the offseason like, hey, they're probably just going to fit the margins here and just get some vet players that are going to be good. But I also think that's not a bad thing, right? Because even if you get that guy, let's say you get a uh, Aaron Gordon, who we've talked about before. Right. Even if they get an Aaron Gordon, how good is he? Like, is he, like, he's a flashy name. He's from the Bay area. He's, he's but, exciting. He shows flashes of great play, but is he like really a guy that you get him and you're like, wow, okay. The warriors are now the, are now finals contenders, right? To me, I don't see a difference in the warriors getting Rudy gay and, or Aaron Gordon. Like, yeah, you rather have Aaron Gordon, but to me, it's like, there's not much there and you're probably giving up a pick or you're giving up Wiggins or you're giving up something like that. Whereas with Rudy gay, you're not giving anybody up. So, and that goes back to the seller's market thing, right? Where, where, I look, where we look at the trades last night, we're just disgusted. <laughs> like we're just, it's, it's just steep. steep. Everything's expensive. It's like the housing
2: market. It's not good. You don't want to be buying right now. Wow. So, yeah, I got tied in. That's for, that's for the niche listeners who like me making housing references. A lot of the listeners. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I'm starting to get to the point where m- maybe the smarter play for the Warriors is to draft a two. Sign a couple players with their exceptions and trust the coaching staff to develop them because you know what will help them acquire a star if James Wiseman looks amazing, if Anthony Edwards, if they draft Anthony Edwards, if he looks really promising. See, it doesn't have to end on Tuesday. The only way in which they screw up is if they pick a player who looks awful when games start. Like if they pick a guy and he looks like I don't want to pick on it, but like yeah, Jordan Poole, where you watch him, you're like, oh, he's he's not close.
1: He's not close at all, you know? And, and that's why they won't pick LaMelo Ball because there's a chance where they get him and he picks a guy and he plays the first month of the season. You're like, ooh, I don't know about this one, right? And I think that's the same goes for Anthony Edwards too. Like there's a chance sure. they pick they pick him and they're like, my God, this guy is this guy's Deion Waiters. So- now, if you pick a... Devin Vassell, then you're like, okay, this guy is is solid. He probably won't bust. He'll probably be fine. But then it's like, you're not trading that guy for a star. Like, let's say, let's say Giannis opens up. You're not trading Devin Vassell for that. Let's say you draft James Wiseman, who I think we both think that that's the guy, and he ends up being a 12.8 rebound, three block guy, right? And, and he's like, oh, this guy is Clint Capella, but he might be able to make a jump shot. He might be able to average 20 points a game. Then you can sell it on the fact that it's well. If someone like 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 uh, Bradley Beal or Giannis comes around, then you're like, all right, here's your foundational center. Here's your foundational big. Get him. Take the, take the Minnesota pick. Take whatever you want and, and move on from there. I don't think that the Warriors are thinking that you get that type of value, and it's just too much risk too with, with those with those other two guys.
2: Yeah, definitely. So so let's let's tie us back. So who do you think they
1: take at number two, then? If you think yeah. they're sticking there, who's it going to be? A um, little bit of preview. I think both of us are – we had – actually, Light year's Premium, we both unveiled our big boards. We both did our top 10. Uh, James Wiseman was in my top five but not my number one. But I think that the Warriors do take him at two. I, I think it's almost without a doubt at this point. I only say 60%. Because I think there's a shot they move down. And so they end up with like Denny FD or someone. But if they are sticking there, Sam, you tell me that they're staying at two. I think it's without a doubt it's going to be James Wiseman.
2: That's kind of how I feel too. Just reading the tea leaves, I don't know that they feel comfortable taking Edwards or LaMelo at two. Maybe that changes. I think if they, or, and I, I don't know that they feel comfortable reaching for like Denny or Patrick Williams or Devin Vassell or Isaac Okoro at two. I feel like it's either going to be Wiseman at two or they're going to trade down. And right now, if you had to ask me, I'm thinking it's Wiseman. But we'll see. Yep. yep. Um, one, one last thing here. Uh Bet Online did have a line which was over
1: under seven and a half trades in the first round tomorrow. Ooh. What do you think? Yeah, I think we're going over. I think this baby's gonna be. Somebody asked me about if the Warriors can trade down twice. I think that's an NFL move. I think that's a Bill Belichick move. But I think if the Warriors want to do it, if they get they get an appetite to trade back once, why not trade back twice? Like I think somebody like the Spurs or the Nuggets or someone is gonna want to come up and get someone. Um, they're they're more they want to get someone that that's maybe a little bit more higher upside. So I I think there's a shot maybe the Warriors trade back twice. But yeah, I think it's over. I I think I think there are teams especially not in the not in the top 5. I don't think there's anyone that's trading up into the top 5 and like clam, like clamoring for those guys, but I think there are people going to be trading back in that like middle tier to to, to middle tier. Yeah, to I was going to say that. That's, that's kind of what I think. I think we'll
2: Sweet see a ton, I think we'll see a ton of moves once we get past 5. Like a lot of like moving from 10 to 7. Moving from fourteen to eleven,
1: that yeah. type of stuff. Like Atlanta yeah. is probably going to move around. Detroit's going to move around, right? Like Cleveland going yeah. to move around. Like all these teams. They and like keep in mind. I think a lot of these teams have players that they want to move too. I think like the Detroit Pistons want to move off of Blake Griffin. The Spurs want to move off of LaMarcus Aldridge. I think like part of that trade back or trade up is to get rid of those contracts. I just you just got to figure out if the Warriors want Blake Griffin. <laughs> I don't think that's happened.
2: Yeah, that's a no for me. Um. All right, man. Well, I wanna, you know, this is a little podette. We're gonna we're gonna throw this up here. If you haven't had a chance, listen to our last couple pods to get some great draft insight from Kevin O'Connor or Sam Vasini
1: and live show tomorrow. How live are you show doing? tomorrow? How high? I dude, a live show tomorrow, 4 30, 30 minutes. I think I'm hoping that we can get this guy that we want uh, for the first 30 minutes for the pre-show warriors legend. Um, he's the grandfather of all warriors. Of Bay Area fans, sports of Bay Area sports. We're hoping we can get him on for the the premium only pregame, uh, and then we're getting through the the live show. Like you get to watch Sam. I think Sam's just bought a new bottle of uh, of wine. I believe it's almost like three grand for it. So I think he's uncorking this is, it. This is a lie. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> I think he's uncorking it when the Warriors actually make I'm, that. I'm train. saving. I'm saving that for Giannis <laughs> in 2023. <laughs> Oh, I'm excited. And and then what we'll have is we'll have, uh, I think, three to four guests that will come on after the Warriors make the pick. Again, keep in mind that the Warriors actually have two second round picks tomorrow. They're going to be kind of late, so they probably won't use both of them, but it'll be something to look forward to. Um, So, yeah, it'll be be a lot
2: of live improv. We'll be reacting with you. It'll be a lot of fun. It'll be a lot of fun.
1: See you guys there.